The Hearth is for you if you're a business leader with a team. Here, we have conversations about how to keep growing when you feel you've reached your capacity, when what you're doing is working, but you're starting to see the cracks, when there's a gap between where you're at now and where you want to be. Here, we find ways to transition through the struggle of survival toward creating a thriving business that supports you and your team as whole humans. Your host is me, Candace Elliott. I'm a business strategist and mentor who specializes in working with business owners who are going through periods of growth especially when you're adding more people to your team. The practices and systems that worked when your team was smaller just don't seem to fit anymore. And when you're caught in stress and reaction, it's tough to reimagine the way that you created your world of work, both your own personal one and the one that you created for others. I help people align their values and business practices to build practical, sustainable, thriving work ecosystems. And no, this isn't just some work utopia talk. To do this, I bring forward my decade-long professional background in human resources and organizational development, working with growing businesses across many sectors and my decades-long search for meaning and wholeness, which includes researching the history of work and how it came to be what it is today, practicing a trauma-informed approach to business, and integrating work, life, and spirituality into a meaningful whole. Let's take this journey together. So I'm excited to spend this episode of The Hearth doing a little behind-the-scenes look. I think there have been, by the time this will come out, there will have been 15 or so episodes, which is amazing. I'm so grateful to have gotten this far. Like, who knew that was going to happen? Um while this has been, you know, going on, um, I recorded actually a lot of those episodes in the early part of this year and had them all ready to go. And then I was like, okay, good. I've got like a good runway here. That means I can just keep recording. And then, you know, I'll always have a little bit of a buffer, but of course that's not what happened <laughs> We're in the middle of March now recording an episode for the end of the month. Um, because life has been crazy. Uh, there have been like 10 atmospheric rivers in California, uh, the river near my house flooded further up the mountain. Uh, we've had stomach flu and all kinds of craziness. And um, it's been a wild first part of this year. Um, and kind of framing all of that, I've been thinking about in the tarot, this year is the year of the chariot. And what that means 
what happens, um, what comes up with the chariot card, at least for me, um, is looking at the chariot that you've built, like over the last seven years, like what is it that you have created? And then switching out the pieces, kind of remaking your vehicle, which is the vehicle that is going to carry you through the next 14 years, basically in the next, um, you know, major cycles of your life. And I've been, you know, feeling this definitely personally, very deeply. Um, and also noticing this happening with a lot of people around me, this kind of taking stock, seeing what's fitting, seeing what's not fitting, making some changes. And what I'm personally experiencing and what I'm seeing happening with others also is that the change is not quick to happen. <laughs> it's it's a long-term shift that's happening over the course of this entire year. Um, and long-term shifts are something that are more uncomfortable, at least for me, you know, I like to be able to say, this is a change I'm making and I'm implementing it this way and it'll be done by, you know, the end of next week. (laughs) Um, But it really seems like this year has been so far a process of uncovering what's underneath, what's working, what isn't working, thinking deeply, redesigning, reworking, and communicating in different ways. Um, Especially, you know, heart-centered, trauma-informed kinds of ways. So um, within my business, um, I... I mean, this podcast and business and all of the things, um, I'm participating in a business mentorship program. It's called the Business Alchemist Mentorship. Um, And Kat Lee is the person who um, facilitates this whole process. It's a nine-month program. And I think we started in September. So we're you know, over the hump, I think of halfway through this program. And it's been completely transformational. The first part of the program was looking into nervous system work and archetypes. And for me, it was really uh, insightful to learn about the martyr, dictator, and imposter archetypes and how they show up in my business. Martyr being, you know, sacrificing for the good of others, dictator being the that voice in my head that's like, you should do it this way. And then the imposter piece of being like, who are you to do that? <laughs> um, and these these pieces, these parts come up pretty consistently as I'm working through things and work and, you know, even things with, you know, working with clients. Um, and so we spent some time with that. We spent time looking into our personal Tao. Um, Kat is, Kat's background is in Chinese medicine. Um, and so we did an exercise, a visualization to um, identify a word 
that represents our personal DAO. Um, so each person in the program did this. And the word that came up for me was power. And the way that we arrived at this word is that Kat asked me to explain different situations in my life where I felt like I was doing exactly what I was meant to be doing and to describe those situations. And um, she wrote down different words that came up as I was describing these three different life experiences. One was from when I was really young, where we had um, all of my family together, you know, cousins and aunts and uncles and everyone at it, at our cabin in the Sierra Nevada mountains. And um, so it was just this experience of togetherness and family and closeness to nature. And, um, so that was one of the experiences. Another one was a wood firing workshop that I participated in. Um, and if you're not familiar with wood firing, it's a type of ceramic firing where a group of people gets together over a a long period of time, like five to 14 days. Um, and fires a kiln with wood. Um, and so it's an intensive process and it happens over a long period of time and it's with a group and it's also a very powerful experience. And then the other experience that I talked about was birth with, which is also just, you know, like a channel, um, to, you know, bringing a new human into the world. It's a wild experience. Um, and so for, for my personal Tao power was what came forward as the, like when I am in my, on my path and in my flow, then I feel that power and the not Tao for me, which is something that's also important to understand is a feeling of separation or disconnection. Um, and so that helps me to understand like, oh good, I'm on my path or I'm not on my path. Like there's some discernment that I can have there. And then, um, in this mentorship program, we looked at the Tao of our business and what the business is bringing into the world. And so I was specifically thinking about fortress and flourish, but this podcast also, um, kind of weaves into that work as well. And so the Tao of Fortress and Flourish is to cultivate empowered teams. And it's to do that through supporting the leaders of business um, and the members of their team with practices and processes that help them to thrive. Um, And... So those were really important, meaningful realizations uh, to have while before getting into the next piece. Um, The next piece was that in the last month, I interviewed 15 different people from our community and I 
there were, you know, a mix of, you know, business owners, um, nonprofit executive directors, most had up to 20 employees, somewhere between four and 20 was where most, most of them ended up. And we talked about leadership. I was really curious to know, you know, what are the challenges for these people as leaders of these smaller organizations and what are, what's keeping them and their teams from getting to that next place, that wherever it is that they're wanting to go. And I got so much, I mean, first of all, it was wonderful to reconnect with a lot of people that I hadn't talked to in a long time. And it was wonderful to establish stronger relationships with folks who I had done work for before, but we hadn't really had these kinds of conversations uh, before. Uh, and then also to talk with some people who I haven't done any work for and don't really have relationships with, but who were up for having conversations with me about leadership, um, and challenges and what's going on with them and their teams. And what kind of came out of all of this is, um, that there are sort of similar emerging needs that, that happen as organizations go, from one one stage to the next. And I think in the world of business, a lot of the advice or the what's available really has to do with getting an organization to like over a hundred employees or 150 employees. It's like that that exponential increase. But where I, where I was having most of these conversations was really in this like up to 20 person kind of a zone. What kept coming up is, you know, wanting to have a thought partner, someone to have important and strategic conversations with that the kinds of, and to do the work that always gets put on the back burner. Like, and to do the work that seems intangible to make that intangible culture building, um, inclusion work really tangible and real for the organization. It was also, you know, talking about how things can get fragmented, like, especially if there are a lot of new people that come on the team at once and how to, create aligned action in the team. So it's not like there's a whole bunch of people and everything's scattered and it's all crazy. And so it's not, it, it starts to not function well if there's too much of that. I think a little bit of that can be good because it can help with creativity, but it's really important to have the team working in cohesion as a whole. And so how do you, how do you make that happen? That was a question that came up a lot we talked about being able to address well really supporting supporting the people who are on the team as full humans in the world um and there's so many different 
you know, ways that we can, we can talk about that. I think, um, it goes into, you know, just how do you have conversations with people about the work that they're doing, about their day-to-day in their work, about how their personal life fits in with their work and, um, all these different things. And so in having these conversations, I was like, the packages that I have right now in my business, they don't really get at that, right? They're, they're really modality focused, right? They're writing a handbook, writing standard operating procedures and doing compensation analysis, which are all important and valid things to do, but they don't really get at that challenge that all (laughs) pretty much every single person that I was talking to was experiencing, which is like, I'm here and I want to get here and I don't have the capacity myself to do that. And I want support in making it happen because I know once we get to this next place, it's going to be really awesome. And so it's finding the bridge. And so that bridge, that transformation is really where I'm uh, motivated to spend time with people and their teams. Uh, because that's really the heart of what we're doing, right? In business, it's about how we're growing as people, as business owners, how we're, you know, like self-actualizing, how we're bringing our vision to the world, how we're getting better over time at executing that vision in different kinds of ways, and how we're integrating different kinds of learning in order to be able to better support ourselves and our team. That transformation, it really includes like real care for the person who is leading the organization as a change maker, who has very hard decisions that come in front of them, who feels alone and sometimes like they're not good enough. Um, and it has the weight of a lot of responsibility, not just for yourself, but for others. And there's a significant financial piece of that as well. And so to support your team, you need support too, but you also need information, important information to be able to make decisions. And then another part of this transformation is your team. So moving that team away from fragmentation and toward aligned action, away from confusion into intentional agreements, away from codependency and uh, perfection um, into acceptance and moving into a sense of abundance and belonging. And so the program that I created is called Let's Lead Together. And it's an annual program where I will become that partner with you in your organization in creating this shift and identifying exactly what the shift is is what we'll be working on in the beginning. And it's not like this program is meant to come in and change everything automatically, right? Because change 
real long lasting change that feels good for everyone actually takes time. And so this work includes one-on-one calls. It includes professional development for your team to support you and your employees through tough conversations when they need to happen. And then taking care of your routine HR needs along the way, because that's my background and I'm well equipped (laughs) to help in that way. And I know that 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 those kinds of tasks are things that business owners and executive directors are wanting to, um, to outsource, to have someone else do, to just know that it's going to happen the way it's supposed to happen so that it'll be compliance. So this is what's been happening behind the scenes at the hearth and Fortress and Flourish. And so, you know, as I've been creating this program and, and what it is and who it's for. It's led me also to be thinking about this podcast and, you know, what kinds of topics make sense to be covering in this podcast. And so you're going to see a little bit of a tweak in the way that the episodes are constructed. The first 15 episodes where I did so much research, it was like writing research papers every time I did them, which is wonderful um, for what it is, but it's also not sustainable for me to do on an ongoing basis like that. Um, So I'm just going to come on here with a topic and with some thoughts on that topic, and I'm going to share those with you. And you know, as always, I invite you to take what works and to leave what doesn't and to reach out to me with all your comments and questions. Um, and I'm really looking forward to continuing this journey with you all. I'll still be having people come on for interviews. I have some fun ones that are lined up in the near future, and I'm excited to bring them to you. Um, and yeah, I think that's all for now. I hope you have a lovely day. Hit subscribe to know when the next episodes come out. And if you're feeling generous, please leave a review. Reviews help other like-minded folks find their way to this resource. If something you heard today brought a smile to your face or a spark to your heart, and you'd like to connect with me, there are a few ways to do that. One is my newsletter, where I put most of my time and energy when I'm not working with clients or with my family or working on this podcast. Sorry, social media. The newsletter is a mix of real life stories, tips and tricks, and of course, updates on what's happening with the podcast. Whenever something's going on with me or in my business, it always comes out there first. Another resource that I have for you is my guide to doing work differently. This guide takes you through four inquiries into how you can build a more sustainable and equitable work environment for yourself and your team. It's a great place if you're looking for somewhere to get started. Last, if you've got a burning question, a comment, or a situation you'd like my eyes on, you can email me. 
All those links are in the show notes. Take care, brave soul. Catch you next time.